0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Mr. Al Howard. Uh, Al Howard is a writer. He is a poet. He is a uh, percussionist. He is a music connoisseur. And he also works at a record shop, record collector. He is the co founder of the Redwoods Music Collective, which is a music collective in the vein of like Muscle Shoals or Stax Records or uh, like the Wrecking Clue. Wrecking Clue? Hmm. (laughs) The Wrecking Crew out of Los Angeles. uh, what i mean is that there is a core group of musicians the same group of musicians that sort of back different artists and work together and and the, it all the overlaps and if you're ever at like a redwoods um showcase I think that's what they call it i forgot what they call it. But they they do a thing where they have uh several of their their artists come and play. I mean, they're a record label, by the way. <laughs> I just want to say that. Uh they have a few artists on their website, but they, I feel like they have more than that, but maybe official artists is what they have on their website, which is Danny Bell and the Tarrantists, Birdie Bordeaux, Rebecca Jade and the Cold Fact, The Midnight Pine and Cardinal Moon. Uh they they're also uh what you're going to hear in this interview, which took place at Cal Records, by the way, while I was in San Diego a couple weeks ago. Um, you're going to hear Luis Walker, which is their latest artist. But I don't know if she's considered a Redwoods artist or not. I know that they're not going to be uh, playing live shows with her. They just wanted to do like just a, just a, a record with her. And right now they're pairing the record with uh, Words from Al and. And I think it's called Big Sur, actually, the book. If you go to the RedwoodsMusic.com, you can go and buy this book. It's, I, I highly suggest it. I, I would have bought the book because the music was so good. And Al is a great writer. If you guys don't know, you should definitely follow Al Howard on Facebook or Instagram because he is hilarious. And... um uh, He's a great writer and he has like just different things that he's a, he experiences as a clerk at Cow Records in OB in San Diego, California, which is just a very colorful place. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I didn't buy that book, Big Sur, because I ended up buying the last um, record of the Midnight Pines last album. Which, uh, my God, what is the name of the Midnight Pines last album? Um, it was called. What is it called? I don't see a name on it. How dare they? <laughs> well, whatever the last record is called, I bought that bitch. It's mine now. Uh, it even says sold out on the website, which is fun. I don't. St. I don't think that's the name of the album. Maybe it's a self-titled album. Hmm. Anyways, it was the last album. It's the third album, and uh, it's a, it's a great departure of what they uh, what they've been doing and uh, what Redwood's music is doing now. You know, so like. I don't know Redwoods music. that all kind of has a sort of like vintage sound to it, and that's by design because of how they record their albums, which we'll get into briefly. So this is kind of a short podcast or a short interview because okay, let's just start why I was in San Diego in the first place. So um, a couple weeks ago, Uh, It was, I think it was on 9-11, actually. (laughs) On 9-11, September 11th, we received a phone call from our storage unit out in San Diego, and they informed my wife, who answered my phone, uh, that my storage unit was broken into, and they weren't sure what was taken, and um, basically like, okay, well, here you go. You got to come out here and uh, figure this shit out. So... I tried having a friend go down there and kind of help out, and he did, which I'm so grateful for, but uh, at the end of the day, I had to be out there in person to go take care of stuff, which I come to find out, I didn't have to be out there in person at all, but um, when you're talking to people who make like $10 an hour in a city that requires at least like a $30 an hour job in order to live comfortably, uh, you get zero to no fucks. Um, no fucks were given um, from the clerks. They didn't care. They were actually kind of dicks. It was public storage. Don't use public storage. They're they're People are dicks. And I can't say that for all of them, but God, those people did not help at all. And they were actually rude to me. Uh, the insurance comp- insurance side of public storage was nice, though. And I did have insurance. And I can't really go into what was taken because the investigation is still underway. But I can say, <clears throat> excuse me. That there was a couple of guitars, expensive guitars, and, um, it was, uh, heartbreaking to say the least. So I had to go out there and I, I flew out, um, like, I think it was on that Saturday. So following that Wednesday that we received that call on nine 11, never forget, um, I flew out on Saturday and uh, I mean I was bummed I was bummed out and I went out to the storage unit and I took a look at stuff assessed what was missing and um, you know the cops the cops didn't really care either and I'm not talking shit about the cops but it was just like They knew, you know, like they know that they're never going to get that shit back. (laughs) That's the kind of attitude they had. So I'm not talking shit about cops or the San Diego police, but but they did kind of act a little indifferent. And I'm sure it's like, what were they supposed to be like? Oh, I'm so sorry that you're missing a little guitar. Uh, uh, Now I have to go and like break up this domestic violence fucking thing where I don't know if this person's going to have a fucking gun or not and pull it out and shoot me and kill me. So I, I can understand, you know, like, and that was a bad example. <laughs> Domestic violence where you're going to get shot as a cop. What I'm trying to say, though, is uh, they got better things to do than worry about Mike, Mike's guitars. So, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, it's sad. So I was bummed out when I was out there and uh, I ended up staying at my old place. <laughs> I ended up staying in my old studio, actually, because uh, my old place is now an Airbnb And, uh, Jeff Barry still lives there who you guys know, Jeff, you know, uh, what J Earl, he used to do poetry on the (laughs) poetry on the podcast back in the day when the podcast was something completely different. Um, so yeah, so I, I stayed in San Diego. I just sort of like jumping from place to place, but oh yeah, I was bummed out and I just, it was, it, it was nice to see my friends out there but you know like what i found out while i was out there is that my most comfortable place was in the studio working on the new skanks roots album and like so me and uh chris the bass player and purple sam the keyboard player from skanks roots project we uh we uh, just started just writing music and it was like the best time I had out there and it was great to see my old friends and nothing against that, but like I just felt more comfortable there and um, I don't know, I just, it was a great experience, I love San Diego, but it was, I was also happy to get out of there, uh, what I did notice from moving to a little town and then visiting a bigger city is that people, there's just so many <laughs> fucking people and uh, that gets to you, especially when you're not acclimated to that anymore. Because I was in San Diego when I was in there, it's like, yeah, there's lots of people because everybody wants to be fucking in Southern California because it's amazing, <laughs> duh. So I accepted it, and people accept it. It's like you live on top of each other, you know. And uh, I mean, not as bad as like those East Coast cities where it's all st- like New York City. Oh my God, where you're just like literally on top of the other person. Like you, you're renting someone's shoulders to live on you know like i'm just gonna sleep right here on your shoulders and that's gonna cost me about four grand a month um subletting the shoulders oh we are just full of bad terrible jokes today folks um yeah so when i left one uh, i one it, it, it was good to leave the crowds but let's get back to al here so I think it was the first night I was back in town Maybe Saturday night or something I don't remember what it was No, no, no Because the first night I got into town I just basically went straight to bed I went to J. Earl's house And went I ate taco shopping with And that's I exclusively ate taco shop by the way I, I pretty much ate right before bed Didn't eat all day And then I would just gorge On like carne asada fries carne uh, California burritos and shit So, uh, yeah, I just ate like a mess, but somehow I ended up losing a bunch of weight, which I have promptly gained back since I've been back in town and traveling and eating my way across America. Um, (laughs) So, so I uh, went to, I was in OB, um, just hanging out. I was sort of waiting to hang out with some friends and just had some time to kill. So I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go down to the beach and enjoy the water. And I ended up. Sampling uh, the ocean, and uh, ended up just walking into Cow Records, not really expecting to talk to Al or anything. There was no like intention. I just went in there. Al happened to be there, and uh, I was honestly I was just looking for records, and then I ended up getting to talking to Al. So we ended up shooting shit a little bit, and um, whatever I was talking to him about, uh, I ended up just walking out, and then you know. I started walking down the street and it dawns on me. It was like, Oh shit, I should like, while I'm in town, I should probably ask to see if he can do a podcast because I've been wanting to get Al on the show for a long time. And I am, at, I'm i I'm a fan of what he does. I love his writing. I think it's funny. Uh, I love the music that they do at the Redwoods music collective. Um, You know, he's a great poet. He's a great hand percussionist. I love his chains and uh, his wood clapping devices and his little radio. Uh, So I go back in there and (laughs) I didn't, uh, which is weird. I thought it was weird. I was like, fuck, this is really weird. But you know what? like when you're when you're chasing something that you really are into like this podcast I'm really into making this podcast it's so fun for me and it's been awesome to see the numbers grow and and you know just interaction it's just incredible so I go back in there Well, what I was trying to say, my point is, is like, you got to fight through that, 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 uh, I think Joe Rogan calls it the inner bitch. (laughs) You got to fight the inner bitch and be like, shut up, bitch. And shut up, bitch. God damn. I'm on a roll today. Uh, and I, I basically, I told myself to, I told my inner bitch to shut up. I walked back in that record store and I started talking to Al again. And I was talking about, because I was thinking about selling my record collection so I didn't have to haul that shit back. Because I went out there with the intention of clearing out my <clears throat> my storage unit and driving everything back. But I was thinking, I was kicking around the idea of selling my records. And uh, so I asked him about that. And that's kind of what we were talking about. And then one thing led to another. And then I was telling him about how my storage unit got broken into. And then we connected. And so basically we were podcasting without without the microphones which i think is called a conversation um for me that doesn't exist anymore other than <laughs> if there's a microphone there's not a microphone there there's no conversations to be had we're podcasting okay so that was stupid too all right uh, <laughs> so me and al get to talking and um <clears throat> I, I was like hey you you think you would be able to do a podcast and He was like yeah i should be able to do something i'm off until you know the next few days because i I even suggested i was like you know i know you're a busy guy maybe i can come in here come into record store 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 come into the record store and we could do it here at your job so you don't have to like go out of your way and he was like no don't worry about it I, i can meet you somewhere and he was real cool and real accommodating but in my head I was like how much time really am I gonna have to meet up with somebody and do a podcast is like I had the time now so I was like hey do you think that you would mind doing this right now and he was like all right whatever I got I got like 45 minutes let's do it so uh that's what this is so it's it's a shorter podcast it's not as long as i would have liked to talk to al because al is is very he's funny he's an insightful guy uh you know like he's he's uh he's a very talented guy who's just doing his thing and uh, i would have loved to talk to him for a lo- much longer but he had to work and you'll see in the conversation that we um uh, that there's customers coming up to them, and there's a lot of interruptions, so it's not as free flowing as I would like. But it's fine. It's totally cool. I love what we talked about, and I love that we were able to connect on whatever level that was. And th- that's what really matters to me with this is is like me connecting with our with my guests. It's like as long as there's like a real connection, how whatever it is on whatever level, that's what I want, and that's what happened. So um that's what this is and then so what i decided to do since it's a short podcast i just stacked some redwoods music on the end of it so uh just so we know what's going on here i just want to here's the music list i'll put the i'll put the song list in the show notes so you know exactly what's going on but the midnight pine uh since we talk about the midnight pine in this podcast i decided that'll be the first band and i i kind of doing a comparative thing where I played a song off their last, not their last album, but their uh, the album before their last album. And then an album off of their last album. And uh, just so you can see the comparison. So we played Trouble in the Blood and then Vice right afterwards by the Midnight Pine. And then we go to Bertie Bordeaux's new off, uh, song off her new album too, uh, Slowly Know Me. And then we got Danny Bell and the Tarantist, uh, I think it, it's Mystery. I didn't write that down. That was stupid. I'm going to write it down right now because, boom, I can't. And then we do a Rebecca Jade and the Cold Fact. Uh, what did you think you'd find? So that's at the end of the conversation, and that will play us out. So when I'm done blathering here, that's enough out of me. It'll be Al at the record store in San Diego, and then it'll be songs from Redwoods Collective Music Collective. And, of course, You can go to theredwoodsmusic.com to find all your Redwoods music needs. Anyways, so, um, had a great time in San Diego, ate lots of burritos, blah, 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 got to do another podcast with the, my old host, uh, my old, uh, co-host offbeat, which was a very offbeat conversation. It's kind of a departure of what we usually talk about on the show, but not really. Um, It gets super political, which I was trying to avoid, but that's offbeat, and um, really I just wanted to have a conversation with somebody whose political ideologies aren't exactly the opposite of mine, but aren't exactly on the same level, Uh, meaning that he is a Trump supporter and I am not. And if you've been following this podcast at all, you know that it was vehemently against Trump. Uh, I wasn't very, I wasn't into Hillary that all that much, but I voted for her because I didn't want Trump in the fucking office. But whatever, that's a whole nother conversation, and I don't want to go into it here. So, anyways, uh, I talked to Offbeat and that's next week. Um, but. So when I left San Diego, I ended up leaving at noon on like a Wednesday last last Wednesday, not today. Because so last Wednesday, I ended up leaving at noon, um, and got back a- and I had to get back into Toledo by Friday, uh, Friday night because I had a gig with Greenacre Sessions. So I hauled ass. The first night I got a hotel in Utah, and you can go on my Instagram. You can kind of see my little journey. I, I kind of documented on there um, at We Speak English Good on Instagram or on Facebook. You can find me on Facebook as well. Uh, so <laughs> I stayed the first night in Utah, and then my plan was because I I ended up staying up until like four in the morning before I had to leave. And, and then ended up staying till noon, which I wanted to just wake up, go get my police reports for the insurance claim, and then head out of town at really early in the morning. But that did not end up happening. <laughs> so uh, I, I didn't sleep for shit the night before uh, I left. So I got a hotel in Utah up in the mountains. It was beautiful, wonderful hotel. Hotels Tonight app is the shit. If you don't know, now you know lodging um so we uh i stayed the night there and then that next night my whole plan was like i'm gonna keep driving until i get there and i mean like i was in utah when i woke up and utah to ohio was still like days so i i made it to nebraska through colorado and into nebraska and ended up crashing out in a Walmart parking lot for a few hours. <laughs> I went into the Walmart, bought myself one of those huge like pogies or sub sandwiches that they just have pre-made in their shitty island coolers and uh, I just ate like I just ate like shit just cuz I wanted to pass out cuz I was exhausted and I was falling asleep on the f- on the f- I was starting to like not fall asleep on the freeway, but, um, start, you can, you can tell when your body's starting to shut down and that's what was happening. So I ended up, uh, like I said, pulling over at Walmart, getting a sub and I just ate myself to sleep, which is a practice that I do after gigs now, because after gigs, I'm just like fucking adrenaline. And you know, I'm up until 4 in the fucking morning. Depending on what time we play till. I'm up until 4 in the morning trying to come down. So, my solution to that is to eat a fucking huge meal. Spike my insulin. Smoke a copious amount of weed. And then pass out. That's just how I pass out after a gig. <laughs> and after a whole day of driving on the road. I was probably driving for like, shit. I mean, it had it was probably about <laughs> 16 hours. Um, so... We went to, I, I headed out. I, I fell asleep at Walmart, slept for probably like two and a half hours, woke up, hit the road, listened to Howard Stern for like hours because my, my rental had a Sirius on there. So I was listening to Howard Stern, which was awesome to hear Howard again. Like I used to listen to him all the time. Uh, and, and I made it home. I made it home. I went to the gig. I, I was tired at AF, but even the even though the, I, I made it. Whatever, I made it to the village idiot with uh Greenacre sessions. We we killed it and um and that night I couldn't sleep until four in the morning, even though I had been awake for twenty four hours. So whatever. Um and then uh the next week, this last week, we went to Annapolis, which is a whole nother story. <laughs> which we'll save for another time. But yeah, my the whole San Diego experience was great. I had a great time. I was able to record music. I got a couple podcasts out I got this podcast out of it, which I'm very excited. And I know I've been talking a long time, but uh, I just wanted to go through that with you guys, if you cared. If not, feel free to skip forward because that's fine. I don't think I could listen to myself if I was not me for very long. But apparently, some of you do listen to me, so that's okay. You can write the show at we speak English good at gmail.com. Tell us how you think. Tell us what you're doing. I don't know. It's fine. Whatever you want to say. You can also leave a review on iTunes. Share the podcast. You can, uh, yeah, any, anything you can do to help is fine. You can comment on SoundCloud. You can follow me on Instagram or f- Facebook or you can check out the barren Wasteland that is the WeSpeakEnglishGood.net. There's just a few pictures up there, a couple of old videos and um, our SoundCloud link. So check it out. Anyways, enough out of me. Like I said, we are going to do Al Howard. So what's coming up next is the Al Howard interview at Cow Records followed by... Um, uh the music of the Redwoods, uh Midnight Pine, Birdie Bardot, Danny Bell, and Rebecca Jade in that order. And that's it. That'll be us out. And I'll see you guys next week with Politicast 2 with MC off beat. <coughs> oh my god. There I am choking on my own spit again. I'm very good at that. Um Anyways, uh, H.J.'s for everybody. Be good to your fellow human beings. I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Okay, okay. So, so
1: to, okay. yeah, yeah, please, please, right. if you don't buy it. So, it's,
2: it's funny, too, because, like, I go to the swap meet with, like, a fear of missing out. So, like, I'll – because I play music – so when the alarm goes off at 5 a.m., I'm like, oh, dude, I can't do this. But then that particular day, I was so tired. But I was like, well, what if I miss something good? Yeah. So I go there, and uh, I walk in, and I got my little phone as a flashlight, and the first thing I see is uh, Fender Rhodes in like perfect condition on the ground. Yeah. And I turn around, I ask the guy, I'm like, hey, how much? He's like 300 bucks. And like I had through like five heart attacks at once. I couldn't pay the man fast enough. Like I almost tried to haggle him up <laughs> yeah, yeah, to like four hundred. You know what's happening here? Yeah. So I give him three hundred dollars. I turn around. And there's like a, a, a key instrument case right behind me. Yeah. So I open it up. and it was like the, the suitcase in Pulp Fiction. You know, there's yeah. like a glowing light and shit. Yes. And I was like, okay, this. Oh my god. And I close it because I knew what it was. Yeah. And I knew that this guy probably didn't. And I was like, hey, how much? How much for this keyboard? He's like, 250 bucks, this is the crazy thing, is like my dumb ass decides to haggle. <laughs> and it's like, I already know that like I've won at swap meets for the year, right? you know, because it was a fucking mini move, right, an right. original mini move. And I was like, ah, would you take 200? And he's like, I'll do 240. And then I was like, I, I was just waiting for someone to come from behind. Like, Dude, I'll give you two grand for it. Right. You know? So I was like, yeah, 240, that works. All right. <laughs> And I like didn't show how excited I was or anything like that. And then the crazy thing is, I lost my car keys at the swap meet, which is like a a terribly bad thing to do. Right, right, right. You know, it's like finding a needle in a needle stack. You know. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So I wound up spending another three hours at the swap meet that day looking for my keys, but I also found this uh, record by a band called Trips Accords San Francisco psych band from the 70's oh they shit they were friends with the Jefferson Airplane okay shit. I got it for a dollar and it wound up selling for 400 bucks so this was like I, I don't have days like this like ever you know this, yeah. is, this is like you know you hear the story you're like oh man I should go to Swap Me but this is like one out of like <laughs> 700 times that right. they Swap Me but that was a good day and but, I
0: found my keys and you what a fucking miracle! Yeah. What a blessing! What? Absolutely.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Job blessings.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean
0: to do that to you. <laughs> it's all right. Um.
2: You're in Ocean Beach. It happens like every seven. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> um. As you can tell, yeah. uh, I'm well aware of where
2: we're at. Yeah. Uh. I'm wearing a. Yeah. You've assimilated completely. And you Yeah. The,
0: yeah. Like from Ohio, I came. I better put on my stroots Project yo. hat and yeah. the matching oh, yeah. shirt and. um... Yo. Hit the street. Yeah. This is actually my band, so like oh I'm just, perfect.
1: Wait,
2: and plus, I'm just. But my band is playing in the background. Dude, is it is this, this a new do, Danny Bell? No, nah, this is a new project called Louise Walker. This, this is this, thing. this is the this is the
0: fucking thing that Jake was talking about. You guys are yeah. doing like almost a Neil Soul thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: This is the shit. And this is it. And my mother does so it's, it comes with a book. Yeah. My mom does all the watercolor paintings in the book. Oh, tag. And then there's a little album CD in the back and it's this city yep oh shit and then you're selling these for 25 right 20 actually
0: 20 no. oh shit my bad so so if you're an OB you should come get it because I just heard you talking to um, some other customers they're like yeah this is one of kind 300 made
2: Yep. right and on. we're running out of them. and they're running low yeah. I actually I just ordered another hundred uh-huh. just to like because we, we sold out of 200 like too quick that's so, right yeah.
0: well I tried buying your book a long time ago and I came in, you are like, oh, I'm sold out, but I got the digital version. Okay? Oh, yeah. So, fucking... Okay.
2: But there's no digital version of this, right? Nope. Right. No, just the, just the real and shit.
0: So. Luis Walker, Big Sir. And yep. so, this is Luis Walker, that's who's singing? Yep. Shit, are you going to press vinyl for this? We are. Yeah, it's coming. How, how do you guys decide, like, who... Um... Okay, so I'm talking to Al Howard, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm here <laughs> at Kyle Records in OB, um, and OB. Uh, and he... Is part of a collective of musicians called the Redwoods. And um, what's the whole the name of the? Yeah, movie? it's the Redwoods. Redwoods. Yeah. Um, so, how do you guys decide what you're gonna, like, what project or what band is going to, you're gonna record next?
2: You know, it's it's kind of funny, man. It's just kind of happened in order. Yeah. You know, um, the Colfax and the Midnight Pine. And then Bertie Bardot were kind of like the first bands on the label. Yeah. So they're kind of they came up recently in the recording cycle. But honestly, we've just gone in order of like as we've added a band to a label. You know, it's kind of their turn. Minute. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: I was wondering, and then like, <laughs> dude, this is beautiful. Are you guys selling the CDs or? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I got the CDs here. Okay. And you're and you're gonna press them? Yep. Okay. We're going to keep this in mind, in the back of my head here. Um, so, we were talking about uh, shit that you find at swap meets. Is there anything else that you sort of, any gold mines you ever found
2: out there? Oh, man. I <laughs> You just got to... Just... I had a month, like a good month of the swap a month meet. A run. Yeah. Okay, okay, but first of all, you got to understand that this dude is getting
0: up at 5 in the morning, and not every day is, like, finding gold. No. Like, you got to go shift through shit, sift. Through Sift shit, through, yeah. That's
2: a find, tough one. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> shift, shift, shift. Yeah. So, I mean, one of the original tongue twisters was sh- you know, shift sh- through shit, shift through shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the. Okay, so what other kind uh, of things? I got fourteen omnicords, which was really weird. Omnicords are this this like instrument in the '80s that they developed for elderly people to kind of keep them. On their game, keep them thinking. Is so that it's, like the like little like? Yep. Configuration. You shape. strum it like a guitar. It's and the frets are all wide and stuff like. This. No, yeah. There's little chords that you press. Oh 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 oh. And it oh. sounds kind of like a heart A heart yeah, yeah yeah. You hold it right. Yep. Okay okay. Yeah. Never mind. I know what you're talking about. It's funny. Like I had found one there like years ago, yeah. and I was so excited because I've been looking for it for a long time. I bought it, and then someone broke into my van like Ugh. five days later, stole it, and I was so bummed. I hadn't seen another one in forever, yeah. and then one day I saw 14 of them. Oh. This guy just got like a storage <laughs> unit full of Omnicords, and I was like, so I got to deliver the very rare line, how much for all 14 <laughs> Omnicords, I'll you take all 14. and I bought them all, and now like everyone in San Diego has an Omnicord, I was like, Oprah. I'm like, you get an <laughs> Omnicord, <laughs> you get an Omnicord. So, what, yeah. what, so if you don't mind me asking, what was the, the price?
0: Oh, nah, I can't. Okay, this okay, okay, okay. Swap hey, meet hey, sequence, I got you. Know I got I can't be you
2: can't be fucking around with yeah. that because you let everybody oh. know that shit. They're out there. But this is the funny thing. So after that, um I sold one to Danny Bell. Oh, no. Nice. And then the next day she found two omnicords at uh the Santee Swap Meet. Oh, and nice. then a couple weeks later, I found an original like an old old omnicord um, at the Qualcomm swap Meet, so <laughs> like for whatever reason, this is Omnicord season, apparently. It's like a- every seventeen years, <laughs> like cicadas or whatever, locusts or yeah, whatever, yeah. like the Omnicords yeah. invade. You yeah, know? and you yeah. just
0: gotta be there to yeah. see it. You just yeah. gotta make. Yeah. yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like the Grunion Run. Man. Yeah, yeah it's fucking beautiful. You go it's like a there. red tide.
1: Red tide. Yeah. Man. <laughs> we just keep yeah. on thinking of metaphors. Yeah,
2: of those. Uh, okay, so. What's yeah, your lineage? Yeah, I've in? seen the full eclipse, but nothing compares to Dude, the yeah. Omnicord season. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, what, what I mean, people flood here from all
0: over the world just to uh, see the Omnicord. Yeah, absolutely. Man. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Oh, so what's your lineage with music and art? And- hey, have a good day. See you next. Cheers.
2: Like yeah, I'm uh, I'm at work right now, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so we might have <laughs> yeah. some
0: people coming in yeah, talking. Musicians
2: still got to work. Yes. Day jobs and night jobs apparently. <laughs> and side jobs, side job. and upside down and, jobs, yeah, driving jobs, any kind of hustle that presents itself.
0: And especially you know? here, man, like here in San Diego, or hey, Cali- anywhere expensive. California anywhere. Ain't cheap, dude. No, it's not. Yeah, it's for
2: not. sure. Um, we pay tax for that ocean and sun, you know. Oh yeah. Sun, sun. Are you originally from here? I'm from New Jersey. You're from New Jersey? Yeah. Okay. You know, I kept that in the closet for quite some time. now. Oh, you should. Now I'm out. Yeah. It's a <laughs> filthy office place. Um.
0: So. What, what's like your background like who like was your parents? I know your mom's
2: an artist, but like yeah, my like, mom's a watercolor painter Um, I met my father kind of late in life, but I found out I had a half-brother. Okay, who's in a uh, Shabazz Palaces, and I uh, was in Diggable Planets. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay, okay so, What's the song? What's the I can't Cool like that was a okay, cool big like hit, it. but and cool. I was like a huge fan of theirs growing up So like getting they, to meet him and knowing that we were family like are they Oakland? Um, Seattle Well Seattle. they were Brooklyn Brooklyn And he's up in Seattle now Oh he's up in Seattle yep.
0: What am I thinking of? Oh I'm thinking of that band That Tupac was in At first Oh Digital Underground Underground, Underground. Yes yep. thank you, you okay.
2: They get filed In a similar right. part of the D's In the rap world exactly. You know what I mean <laughs> it's, it's Yeah As easy a record to... store clerk like, <laughs> I understand This confusion
0: Okay so yeah. So you're, Did your dad play music at all Nah or? my dad's
2: a history professor Oh that's But I feel g- like I'm sort of This place where all those things Like intersect right
0: that that's what's crazy about life is like all these weird skills and weird information that you just accumulate sort of like if you're really paying attention and really like following what you're supposed to be doing in life I feel like all of it just sort of comes together and makes sense when you need to that's right and it seems like that's totally going for you it's happening it's happening
2: I'm sorry. I'm um, high shit. What were we just talking about? Uh, I think Omnichord season. No, we were just talking about Musical that. Lineage. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So so your brother, who's your brother then? Uh his name is uh, Ishmael Butler.
0: Okay. Yeah. Nice. And have you met him? Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Have you like developed a relationship with
2: him? since? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Awesome. We link up like once a year. That's awesome. And, like have have like these really like long incredible conversations and then like allow a year to pass and then do it again yeah it's perfect
0: i think that that, for some
2: people that's just how it should be right total ideal situation
0: right like you're like you ever have
2: like those long-term friends like that too like most of my (laughs) long-term friends dude you still talk to people from jersey yeah we shake the dust off every seven years you know that's that's a good (laughs) amount of time
0: that's how it was with in ohio and now that i'm sort of back in it it's Really weird to be like back there because people like, because now like people who were my friends before, want to really be my friend again and like sort of pick up where I left off. But I'm like, I'm 35 only. I'm just trying to sit in my my cave. Oh. I, I don't really like to leave my house unless I'm getting paid.
2: So <laughs> I'm 40, dude. I I cave I cave way more than ever. Do you feel like you're more productive now in your older years than you were in your younger years? Like a thousand percent, yeah. What do you attribute that to? Um, I don't want to deal with other people most of the time, right. so I just stay in my little yeah. creative space and work a lot there. You know, yeah. plus there's a hunger to it. You know, really? I feel like not that if it doesn't happen now, it's not gonna happen, but uh, it's just like I need to make it happen. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. And, and it's like what what I think I feel like you get to a certain point in life, and you're like, especially as an artist, is like what else am I gonna fucking do? Like, am I gonna go wash dishes at right. fucking oh, yeah. I have, South Beach? Oh. I have no marketable skills <laughs>
1: you know,
0: at all. Yeah, right, like, I don't know, like I could go to a, uh, I, No, Jeep wouldn't hire me, like right. I haven't
2: held a real job for more than like three years oh for sure I like there's there's very little supervision at the record store It's like a free-for-all over here yeah. and uh, if I had like someone ever tell me that I had to do something at a certain time there's like I might hit them you know what I mean And yes. like I'm not even a violent person but that would just be my gut reaction so. I, yeah. so I I have to do this so this has to be like fathomable <laughs> yeah yeah you have to make it work yeah. and, and you you don't have any kids or anything like
0: that no. So
2: you get a... Uh, hey,
1: what's you up, know,
0: really? Cool or no, it's whatever price they got up the top. Um, if you're getting a bunch, I can... Yeah, I can, like, yeah, get, like, kind like, like, yeah, 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 I can take a I forgot where we were. It's... I fucking... I'm. It was my first time in California with it being legal here. Oh, yeah. So great. I was like... You got after it a little bit. I did, I did. I went straight for it. I had to go... I had to go empty out my locker, my storage unit, which got robbed, actually. Ugh, oh, God. Oh. Les Paul class. I haven't told my audience that that happened yet, so <laughs> that's happening now. Um, anyways, so, where the fuck were we? I'm sorry. Oh, I, all good. I, I'm making you do the heavy lifting
2: for this Oh, it's, it's all good. It's all good.
1: Where the fuck were we?
2: What's the name of your podcast? It's We Speak English Good. Uh, okay. Which is the
0: weirdest name for a music-based podcast you could ever have. That works. It works. I've actually gotten an email about the improper use of good in that sentence. Uh, so someone, they didn't get the joke. They, no. And they'd never heard it, and they assumed that I was, uh, I was, um that I was like an English pod like a teaching English podcast for like
2: ESL people. Oh you're not? (laughs) We're not helping people learn a language.
0: Well exactly, exactly. That's what I was saying. Like I'm fucking I'm talking into a mic. Yeah. My English is terrible and by the name of the fucking podcast you should know that you're not hearing anything. Right. Um that's gonna make wow, I'm just shitting on my own podcast. That's awesome. (laughs) I'm so good at my job right now. It's weird when you do like these impromptu things because you oh, just sort sure. of like
2: caught off guard. and oh, I, 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 I'm literally at work. Like I might <laughs> have to ring people up in a couple minutes. In fact, I'm pretty sure it's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, you might have to cut a deal for ten yeah. fucking CDs. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna. Get... I, I just here we know. go.
0: Yeah, here we I'm just send them right here, bro. Is that okay? Uh, yeah. You want me to start
2: getting them together for you? Or? Uh, sure. Yep. All the discs, are... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. So, when did you come out to California? I moved out here in 1999. Oh shit. From Boston. Said... Nice. Because I heard it was warm. Yeah, I feel like East Coast, you're,
0: uh, this is like a wonderland, right? Heaven. Just yeah.
2: straight heaven. Yeah, for sure.
0: After you dig your fucking car out of the snow, uh, for the hundred and fiftieth time.
2: Well, that's the funny thing. After I moved here, I moved up to, uh, Lake Tahoe for one winter. And I don't, like, ski or snowboard or anything. I, I don't actually know why I did that. but. Uh, Because I moved from the East Coast to get away from winter. And then uh, one day it snowed like nine feet or something stupid like that. Or like, I forget. But it was like a a chain fell off my tire, my car spun out, and I couldn't get it up the hill that I lived in. And I had to leave it there. And it took me a week to find it. Because it got buried in a mound of snow, and as soon as I found it, I drove back to San Diego. <laughs>
0: You're like, "Fuck this! I didn't come here to dig cars out of snow."
1: Yeah.
2: And Tahoe's Tahoe's awesome. What it's beautiful! What uh, what brought you to San Diego specifically? Literally, like coming out of Boston, I had just someone told me that it was warm all year round, and you get an apartment for three hundred dollars on the beach, and I didn't research that, <laughs> and it wasn't true. But I came anyway. But it wasn't that. It wasn't much worse, was it? Um. I mean, for ninety nine, it seems like the weather was nice. You know? No, I mean the the the, front property for three hundred dollars. That that wasn't a thing.
0: (laughs) That never existed. What
2: were you? I
0: mean, because when I first got here, I was, I was sharing a a beach apartment down in the war zone. Oh yeah. Over off
2: West Point Loma. If you do it in the war zone and you split it with like 11 people, right. you could probably get it for 300. Yes, I was paying four, but I had three people in a two-bedroom. See, that's that sounds about right.
0: That's that's fucking really convenient that you work at a, a record store and you sell records for your
2: bands here Oh, I know, well. <laughs> it's, it's a big hustle for me, man. I... What? How did you? How?
0: What was that conversation like with the owner? Was it oh. totally just easy? What? Never had it. Oh. Like
2: yeah. I put my record there, or you just—they were there. Yeah, they were They're just there one day. They just appeared. They just appeared. Yeah, you got it, man. Um, yeah, well, I think I think this is like literally the last copy of this record.
0: Ty. Yeah. So I'm about to buy the Midnight Pine, the latest one, right? Yep. Yeah Dude, I, I and I'm not, there's nothing against you guys, and like this is not a diss. Like oh, I, I'm ready liter- for this. I no, it I literally good. couldn't listen to this album for like, all, like I listened to it. And I just couldn't listen to it because it made me feel sad, ah. and like that's like a really bad way of explaining my feelings oh to no. you right now.
2: By um, our depressing music, dude. And,
0: and I'm sorry. And I'm not weep. saying it was bad. It's just like I literally couldn't. And then like I got through my shit, and mm-hmm. now I can jam it out. Right. So, so there's. It's not that it was a sad, depressing, bad music. It was like literally, it resonated with something very specific. Mm-hmm. That I cannot put my finger on, and I was dealing with some shit there. But like it, I could listen to anything. But it was this one record, which is so weird. Oh, we got it then. That was that. But I mean, it's a beautiful record, and it's like um, it's definitely a uh, um, a step away from what you guys have been doing yeah. with Midnight Pine. Yeah, for sure. Um, especially with the adding of like the drums and um, what what was the
2: decision behind that? You know, honestly, well. Was- just we've been recording as like kind of a like a studio band house band sort of for all the projects right with jake and jason as the rhythm section and we had already had like everyone except for jake play on pine stuff and uh jake and jason play in the rebecca jay and the cold fact and the birdie Bardot, and we just kind of wanted to keep that vibe going okay you know so all the albums like they're very distinct personalities with each singer yeah but there's like this common unifying thread of like the band. Yeah, you know, right. it's got a sound to it. Yeah, you know? totally. Um, and like the recording approach, you know? It's right. got like this. You do tape, yep. and analog, everything analog. As much as we can. We always do the rhythm section analog and usually like the vocals, and then the mix hits tape at some point, mm-hmm. you know, before we go digital with anything. Right, so.
0: right. The, the common way is you capture certain things on tape and then dump it into a digital format. Right. And I'm explaining that yeah. <laughs> I just wanted. Um, so, I was interested because there is like a core group. There's a core group in the vein of like, um, like the. Come on, fuck nuts. Um, can you just help me out here? In the vein like of stacks. Or stacks. Or thank you. Muscle Shoals. Muscle Shoals yeah. or the LA one. The yep. Wrecking Crew. Thank you. Yep. Um, so in the vein of that, how do you guys sort of like, like. How do you write things that sound so differently
2: from each other? What, what is it that sort of? It's kind of all of them just take a different path to get to the song. So I, who's writing? I'm just curious. I, I provide lyrics for the majority of the groups, except for uh, Jake's band's instrumental.
0: Yeah, he has break beats yep. and stuff, right?
2: And then the Pine, uh, Shelby writes like some of the songs, but I write a bunch of the songs. Um, but it depends, like Cardinal Moon, Dawn writes all the music. Oh, okay. You know, and like I'll send her a lyric idea and she'll write the music to that lyric idea. Oh, okay. Which gives that like a, a unique personality because none of the other bands start that way, you know? Yeah. Uh, this band that's playing in the background, this is Louise Walker. Yeah. And she writes all the music for this one. And some of the songs were lyrics first, some of the songs were music first. But, you know, sometimes she'd have a melody in mind and she just has like a really unique approach quarterly and melodically she so piano it, pianist yep, she's a pianist okay. so that kind of makes this project really unique you know yeah yeah and just all all of them just you know they started a different place and like yeah. just have a lot of you know rebecca J, the new record most of those songs started with uh jason and jake oh, and okay. rebecca and me just and jason is the room. bass yep he's bassist
0: and jake is the drummer yep and what is What's, we yeah. always try to have an
2: all J rhythm section. <laughs> yeah. You know? Sorry, bro. No,
0: no J. Yeah. You gotta Go. Yeah, get out of here. I know
2: you're amazing, but yeah. You gotta go. Yep, for sure. Some guy named Jeff, but he spells it G E O F. Oh, F-F. the G O F. Yeah. Get Love out of here, G O F. Stop dude. lying to yourself. <laughs> Stop kidding yourself, yeah. bro.
0: You know you're not fucking real, Jeff. Yep. knockoff fake ass English ass bootleg
2: Jeff (laughs) bootleg tea drinking bootleg ass (laughs) Jeff
0: um so so do you guys sort of like uh, like after you pick a project do you just sort of attack that until it's done
2: or do you guys spread yourself out oh we spread ourselves super thin this last go around there was one point where I think I was working on like six different albums at one time like simultaneously it's like the dumbest craziest thing i've ever done it's fun uh like all of the gray hairs i have now are from From that that. process um so now i think it's more of a like pick a project work that project you know get that going yeah yeah that that makes a lot of sense
0: um how did you sort of manage your time when you were working on six different albums at
1: once
2: poorly (laughs) you know like, like i don't know it would just be like I have a little time here I'm going to write we'd be mixing like one day on one record and we'd be tracking another day on another record and we'd be like doing like so we'll do like tracks and then we'll do overdubs Mm -hmm. so usually when we track we'll do like drums and bass live in a room so it has like dynamic you know in the vocalist and then like that's at Audio Design this great studio over on uh, College or El Cajon in like 65th or so Mm -hmm. and then Matt has a home studio, Matt's a guitar player and like one of the other founders of the Redwoods, and we'll do all the overdubs there. Oh. Okay. So we could be an audio design doing tracking one day, doing overdubs on another band another day. Yeah. And then just keep keep working. That's everything, cool. You know? And that
0: that's kind of a
2: good way to sort of save money on the recording side it's of it as It's the only well. way we could do like to do eight albums or six albums at once is yeah. like a financial Train, yeah. it's tough, for you know. Sure, what I mean? especially for an independent like, label. Right? Like, am I gonna have to sell my mini move? <laughs> fuck no, I'm not. Right? You know. Now, I haven't, but yeah. do I? The best is I don't actually I don't play keys at all. Yeah. But I have this like insane keyboard collection. <laughs> yeah. When you were telling me about your keyboard, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. maybe I can buy that. All. What's <laughs> up? I wish old, I could yeah. show it
0: to you because it's fucking. It is awesome. Like yeah. I'm so in love with it and. It has a very unique sound. Um, when we're done, I'll play you some. It's bad. It's an old demo I did, but okay. I just wanted to give you like the, the tone of yeah. it. I'll play you something that I did with it. Um, and I hate
2: to. I like, yeah, yeah. I have to wrap in five minutes because cool. I have like. You have to shut about down 15 minutes of work to do before I leave. No bro, problem, man. Yeah. I I just oh. appreciate that you took Mom, the time. I'm glad it worked out. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, oh, that's. that's you were like, uh, yeah, could you do it before Wednesday? And I literally don't work here until Thursday. No. I know, and like, so I just popped into the,
0: the shop here on Cal Records out here in OB, and I just sort of fucking, I left it, even came back, was like, wait a second, I'm gonna huh. just run it by him. So, I kind of, this is impromptu as fuck, is if you can't tell, like, customers are Yeah, I was like, in-
2: ringing people up, yeah. you know, <laughs> you can't tell. I just giving discounts, <laughs> for, for bulk, Yeah, you know, just bulk, bulk CDs. Bulk, I'll take care of you, you know.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, so... Uh, tell me about, like, your experience with circuit bending Because, like, if anybody's ever seen Al play You have your little radio oh, Your magic radio Yeah,
2: for sure Now, see, that's the funny thing is, There's a guy I used to know named Jesse I haven't seen him in a long time But uh, he brought the first one over to me And he was, like, a fan He was, like, a super cool guy And he was like, dude I don't know if you're going to like this But I made you this thing Yeah And, uh here it is and I was like whoa like what the fuck is this it makes like the worst sounds on the fucking planet and I was like dude this is awesome I'm gonna (laughs) piss off everybody with this thing you know and then I actually figured out like a way to play it like kind of like uh, intentionally Mm -hmm. where it makes these god awful sounds but like at the right volume in a mix it's Mm -hmm. like really interesting stuff like i hear a lot of stuff like that on uh wilco yankee hotel foxtrot where there's this kind of atonal piercing stuff my favorite of their albums brilliant record you know yes yes uh okay go ahead and then the other funny thing is i went over this guy's house once because he was making another one Mm -hmm. and uh i just remember again there was like a tuesday at like noon and i walked in and he was like dude Do you want to eat some LSD? And I was like, no, man, it's Tuesday. (laughs) I'm like 38 years old, man. At the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm do. not that anymore. You know, I'm like, I, I can't just eat LSD ever again, dude. Like, I, I pay bills and shit now, man. Like, I'll have an existential nightmare, you know? So, uh, but thank you.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, um, and there. now
2: I know where this Circuit Bent radio idea came from. Of course. This fucking Tuesday LSD yeah. personified.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It sort of morphed itself into this, it, it came out of that. Oh. Hey, what's up? I was going to be in knew it? Being bored on a Tuesday, dropping acid, and was yeah. like, "I got
2: an idea. Dude, I know what. I'm gonna <laughs> open up this radio and, you know, fuck it up.
1: <laughs> give it Make to this guy.
0: To- you know, and I was thinking, um, that eth- eth- ethereal sound background, just like, uh, just uh, just like a nice layer that just sort of sits in the back. Um, uh, uh the Beck album, Sea Change. Oh, Sea Change has that that's kind my favorite of feel. Beck. Album. Hands down, yeah. You have and the um, drummer on there, and the drum sound so tight too. Yeah. like it has that like nice tight analog yeah. sound. Oh, sexy. sexy. Nah, that's a good record, man. I love good drum tones. Yeah. It's just sexy. This is Jake, Jake is awesome. Oh, Jake's the man. And like his yeah. at Tim's, uh, the kitchen too. My, me and my wife record our album there, our EP there oh cool so um, it, so Jake's drum set is available to the studio so it's Jake's drum set who's gonna be on our EP that we released and nice. Tim's a fucking
2: genius yeah Tim's um, mixing a Cardinal Moon record tight
0: yeah right now. he's fucking incredible yep.
2: I know you only got a couple minutes so like um, do you actually open up oh
0: redwoodsmusic.com
2: Yes, kidding, no, no
0: no I'll totally put <laughs> all those links in the show notes for sure um,
2: but yes Redwoods say it again? Oh, Redwoods. Oh, the redwoods music.com. Thank you. I didn't even get my own website. Right. <laughs> redwoods, da, da, da. No, yeah. Do it. Go there. Go. Um, yeah, there you can find everything. Um, so what do you actually go in and know how to do it then? Like go in. I've it? repaired it twice. Okay. So I figured out a little bit, but I, I do not know how to make it from scratch. Okay. I'm so not that cool. <laughs> um, here
0: I was thinking thanks, that you were thanks for blowing it up for me.
2: <laughs> Yeah, I like I like people to think that I know what I'm doing. I'm just an idiot.
0: Well, I mean, I love that you are up there just slamming away at chains and like that shit is tight. And there's something amazing about like how you place yourself in all the bands as that guy, and, and it's fucking awesome because it it's it's not like it's not the, it like overbearing. Seem forced yeah, yeah. No. Good. It's not like this like. like I, you guys need to know who I am, yeah. but it's like, I'm just that
2: guy who's there. Role player, man. Yeah. But that's good. Yeah. It, it's probably... Someone needs to play the chains and get people waters. You know? <laughs> okay, well, I'll let you go,
0: and I'll buy this last Midnight Pine album oh, here.
2: It's, it's literally the last one we have. Wow. Well, yeah. That's sexy. Yeah. That's... You got it. Now you can listen to it. Perfect time. Yeah,
0: exactly. I'm you in like a much better place. Good, good, good. Mentally.
2: Physically, I'm in Ohio, where it's, ugh. oh man, <laughs> but well, you gotta like, find yourself a copy of uh, 24 Karat Black. 24 Karat Black. Yeah, that's the Holy Grail record from Ohio. What for? They're real? an Ohio-based like soul band from, I think it's a '74 record. Uh huh. Nasty. Have you ever heard of the Skull Snaps? Yeah.
0: That yeah. I I talked to. Um, fuck's his name oh my god i got the time he lives in cincinnati um, Oh okay so i went down there and it's actually through terry um uh the label that uh tim's on oh yeah uh, yeah. Uh, Coleman. Coleman. so terry gave me his number i was like is he gonna be cool with you give it he's like trust me dude he's gonna want to hear from you because he's just like all- his name's sam cully and he is on a mission to get his money for all the samples from them. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's that. And he had another band that gets sampled to shit. So it's like Wu-Tang has done it. Um, oh, man. Everybody's sampled. Yeah. Uh, skull Snaps, the Good drummer. Trip, yeah. He, and, he, and he makes new music. and.
2: How is this new music?
0: I'm not going to sit here and talk shit about a former guest of mine. That's it. But. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So I love, I love Sam. He was an yeah. amazing person. He invited me into his home. Um, he's just—he uh, was just really awesome and open, and he had a good story about meeting
2: Donald Trump. So I interesting. It. Yeah, yeah, he's. Just, All right, now I'm gonna have to listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's so much out there. Yeah. Anyways, awesome
0: man. Um, yeah, thanks, I, I really appreciate. It. I, I kind of side blinded you there, but
2: oh, I'm always ready, man.